It's the Bullhorn Podcast. Still learning to wipe with my left hand as per my New Year's resolutions list, I am Boomer Bob, and the man who thinks that jumping to conclusions counts as exercise, John Jamingo. How you doing, bud? So were you wiping with your right hand before, and why did you switch? I'm a righty. Okay. I'm, I want to learn. I need to teach teach the other hand how to wipe, man, in case something happens to my good hand. I, I got a backup. I got to tell you, I'm a lefty. I never realized that until you just said something. Planning for the future, man. I'm a lefty. I mean, I'm a little late to the game, planning for you know tomorrow, but I wonder I if I, I wonder if I should start trying to wipe with my right hand. I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah, you ever like pull a, a muscle on that side and be like, oh man, it kind of hurts to reach back there. You yeah, know? And you, have you know, I ever pulled a muscle? I pull a muscle. You Listen, know what I mean? Well, to the point where it hurts to wipe with your normal wiping hand. Yes, my back goes out more than I do. And whenever that happens, it, it hurts like hell. Then it makes sense to get the other one practice with it so it doesn't feel so awkward and, and you do a better job. Dude, I've got to tell you one thing. You know what terrifies me? besides uh, exercise, is that someday I am not going to be able, something will happen, and I won't be able to wipe my own ass. There was a, the, I don't know, there's a, a DJ. His name was Bubba the Love Sponge. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. okay. So he was. Was he in Tampa or something? They were down in, down in Tampa He's area. still down in Tampa. And he was massive. And he was married. And he was so big that he couldn't wipe his own ass. He had to get his wife to wipe his ass. I did not know that. And I was like, oh, no. I, I, honest to God, I would kill myself. I would absolutely kill myself if I couldn't wipe my own ass. I tell my kids that if it's I ever get to a state where I'm incapacitated and I'm bedridden and they have to change a diaper of mine, just take a pillow and smother me. Sm- you have my permission? Just smother me to death. Well, they should invent like a hospital bed type of thing that has a built-in bidet you can just park your ass in that with a bowl under it and fucking mash a button i'll tell you what bob that's not a bad idea what happens is you i don't again the thing is that if you can't wipe your own ass is life really worth living i don't know i'd have to say no if i you know i mean we didn't think the show was going there (laughs) <laughs> you've seen coming to america right which they're coming out with a part two of that but uh in the very very beginning when they he's in the bathroom and they they're like wipers oh i forgot <clears> about <throat> that scene so, yeah, yeah i don't want anybody wiping my ass yeah i don't either that's kind of really just dis- yeah it's dis- personal yeah. yeah i i can't believe that if i'm let's just say i had i don't know elon musk or the guy from Jeff Bezos's money, and I could h- hire an ass wiper. I don't think I would. I don't know. I'm. I gotta. Well, no. I gotta be honest with you. I am contemplating a bidet because they're cheaper now, and you can you can get in there and. Yeah. I just think they're cleaner. I just I just like the idea that it makes you cleaner, and. Uh, I have already mapped out how I would get the wiring. GFI wiring uh, over to the toilet area so I don't have that cord running across my vanity. I The ones I see don't have a cord. It's just a, you hook it to the water and then it shoots up your ass. I don't want to blast my ass with ice. Co- Dude, it gets cold here. I'm sure it gets cold as fuck there too. I don't want to blast my ass with ice cubes, man. I'm <laughs> not about that. I'm about blow drying and heat and having the seat be warm, all that shit. You are into comfort. You are a creature of comfort. I'm, 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 nobody else spoils me, man. I got to spoil myself. Uh, so they actually have ones where it, does it powder your bum? Costco sells a model. You, like if you buy it on BioBidet's website, it's around 450 Costco usually carries, carries one around like 279 299 299 and, uh, it's, it's, would be fine. It's pretty badass. Yeah. You know what we could do? Uncle Joe moving kind of slow is going to send us some money from what I understand. Could- well, that's one idea. Right? The Washington Post is stupid as fuck. They ran, they ran two articles in the same paper, in the same edition of the same paper. One, of course, takes a dump on Trump and says, Trump's most enduring legacy could be the historic rise in the national debt. And you flip a couple pages. And you get this 
article that says Biden unveils $1.9 trillion economic and health care relief package. See, well, go ahead. So under Trump, the deficit rose $7.8 trillion. And most of that was because of COVID, because if it wasn't COVID, right. it wouldn't have been as big. Roughly four, four trillion. Yeah. Three to four trillion. So Biden isn't even in yet, and he's already unveiling a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. That's 25% of Trump's four-year total in negative five days, because he didn't even take office for five days. I understand that, but I got to tell you, I think something needs to be done. When the government shuts down businesses, when the government causes 20% unemployment, when the government takes and makes it where you can't afford to live. It takes away your ability to make a living, pay for, you know, your home and everything. It has yeah. to do something. Listen, if the government said, hey, there's a bad virus out there. Here's some things that could help you. Good luck. Then I would say you don't need to stimulate the economy. But when you shut everything the fuck down for a year, we're coming up on a year. Here's what the... And I'll try to get get through this. It's not very long, uh, not nearly as bad as that uh, at the as the budget that they passed right before Christmas. Jeez, that thing was ridiculous. This particular one point nine trillion dollar bill includes direct payments of fourteen hundred dollars to most Americans, bringing the total relief to two thousand because you get six hundred that's already being dispersed now, and increasing the federal per week unemployment benefit to three sorry to four hundred dollars now. It was $300. Trump agreed to $300 above your normal unemployment. I think 275 is what most states max out at per week. So the last bill that they passed around Christmas was $300 above that from the federal government. Well, this one bumps that up 100 bucks, and it takes it through the end of September. Also, I don't know how this is part of a stimulus package, but increasing the federal minimum wage to $15 per hour. So I, I'm telling you, man, that's going to cause more problems. Uh, all right, go ahead through the rest of it and I'll get to the $15 an hour thing. Extending the eviction and foreclosure moratoriums until the end of September. I agree with that. Something has to be done. Listen, something has to be done. There's nobody that can make up a year's worth of rent. Hell no. You'll never, because you, not only are you trying to pay arrears you got to pay current too there's no way to do that man it's, it's impossible you can't come back from once that. you get back a month dude you're fucked really what i would do instead of giving uh student loan forgiveness there has to be some kind of rent forgiveness or mortgage forgiveness so people don't lose their homes and they're not thrown out on the street it just makes sense now if now if you're a scumbag and you decided that, guess what? They can't throw me out, so fuck it. I'm not paying my rent. And you were working? Yeah. Mm, you know what? That, it's, that sh again, common sense would say that we're not doing that. Also includes $350 billion in state and local government aid for whatever. I don't for what? know. Just, that's a very uh, generalized amount, though, you know, to whatever. Here's the thing, uh, and I'll go by New Jersey. New Jersey has mismanaged state funds forever, and they're in a big fucking deficit here. Yeah. And they've also shut down their tax revenue for this past year, so they're even in more of a problem. So now what they're doing is they're using no sense letting a good um, Prices go to waste. catastrophe go to waste. Right. So here they go, and now they're going to use federal money to bail out their fucking bad business practices or their bad taxing practice, tax and spend practices, and now they're getting a chance to just kind of Oh, you know what? We're gonna take and uh, we're gonna fix everything that we fucking did wrong, and we're just gonna make everybody else. All pay they're for gonna it. do now is the they're just gonna like, take this and fucking misallocate it too to other, you know. Uh, so, absolutely, absolutely. It also includes 170 billion dollars for K through 12 schools and institutions of higher education. Uh, I, I, I think. Mm. I think that is to help them with the COVID bullshit to keep them clean and put up. Fucking like plexiglass bullshit, whatever. I don't know. Hey, I got to tell you, this morning, uh, I got a call from the ex. My son was in school, and he is now home for 10 days because one of his classmates tested positive for oh, COVID. Snap. 
right? And now he's got to be home and he's got to isolate in the house. He's going to have to, if he's in the common areas, he's going to have to wear a mask. You know, in his bedroom, he doesn't have to wear a mask. And, you know, he's not happy about this because he's scared to death. I had talked to him this morning. He's scared to death about dying. I said, listen, you're 18. You're relatively healthy. Yeah. You know, he has, unfortunately, he has his father's asthma. You know, I had asthma from the time I was two years old. He has it. I said, so that's his only thing. I said, and you don't even know if you have it yet. So let's not freak out yet. I've had other people in the family that ha- has had it. Uh, his cousin, which is a nurse, she's had it. She has asthma. And she has, uh, they have breathing treatments and all kinds of different stuff you can take at home. She's never went to the hospital for it. And she's she's had a rough time with it. She's three weeks and she's still having, you know, kind of breathing problems. But she's using the, um, you know, there's they know how to treat it better than they did when it just came out last February. Sure. And people are not dying from it like they were dying before. Now, are people dying from it? Yes, they're dying from it. Well, dying with it. I don't know if they're dying right. from it. It's definitely helped digging the hole. If you get it and it genuinely makes you sick, it is not fun. Can I can attest to that. Um, but I know. I I've hear, known some who've I've gotten it people. and just had a couple of days of a little bit of like a fever and a little cough, and then they were okay. Right. So, this is the thing. The older you get, it seems like if you get symptoms, there the, it's rougher the older you get. Two, here's two examples. Uh, have a nephew that got it. Four days, he was over it. It was like a cold. Cousin who got it, it was two weeks, and he was he was running a fever. He never had any uh, respiratory issues, but it took him, and it took a lot out of him. So he said it, was, it took about a month until he felt you know halfway decent, where he felt like he was you know getting his stamina back. And then some people they have problems for you know, so it, it affects everybody differently. I don't know right. what to tell you, but here we are. Here we are. Here the fuck we are. It also includes $50 billion toward COVID-19 testing. Now, hopefully uh, that's they're going to be doing away with the PCR test because we all know that the PCR test was fucking bullshit and full of false, false positives. Uh, $20 billion toward a national vaccine program in partnership with states, localities, and tribes. Well, we need that. Again, you're not going to get the vaccine, right? Correct? Fuck no. I'm probably going to get the vaccine. I would like to be able to pick which vaccine I get. But you can't. Well, so let's hope it doesn't give you Bell's palsy. Um, making the child tax credit fully refundable for the year and increasing the the credit to three thousand dollars per child or thirty six hundred for a child under six. So if you have kids, you claim them on your taxes. Your tax credit's going to go up to three grand per kid or thirty six hundred for the ones that are under age six. Right. Which I, now, okay. did you talk? Whatever. I mean, did you talk about the checks that he's going to send out to everybody? Instead, he's going getting paid because you fuck somebody. That's wonderful. Sorry, I I don't no, I don't I'm have kids about to they... claim, so I'm I'm over here. Oh, I, f- I feel yeah. you know like I'm holding my, holding my, I'm the only one holding my dick at the gangbang. You know, right? Oh well, um, yeah. But see, the thing is, again, you know, I have five kids, but they're all over eighteen, so they're not kids anymore. Right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I mean, I have one child, and my wife has a like a entire fucking litter of them but but we're they're all adults so right so why, you don't where get was this shit when i when i was getting 1099s all goddamn year and i needed to claim my kid i get it i get it thirty eight thousand dollar a year income i was having to pay seven thousand of that in taxes out of my own pocket well here's the other thing uh you know we're supposed to be getting another 1400 we got six now we're supposed to be getting another 14 yeah if, if you make under eighty seven thousand dollars a year john I understand, which I, I qualify. Well, I don't. I qualify. <laughs> oh, Bob, you make too much money. You know what, Bob? The problem is your white privilege and your hard work fucked you in the end. No, the problem is I figured out a way to make pretty fucking good money part time. I do not work 40 hours a week. If I break 25 hours a week, uh, I'll kiss your ass right here on the corner in front of God and everybody. But so I'm just I'm just lucky well, as much of a. But at the same time, I don't get the that sweet, sweet, free money that everybody else gets. But I mean, you know, I count my blessings. I'm not hating. I don't don't need the money anyway. I'm okay. 
Yeah, again, you don't need the money. Oh, but— You know, again, I think that people that are working don't need the money. The people that haven't missed a paycheck since this thing whole started don't need the money. Would I love to fuck up two grand that I didn't earn? Hell yes. Give it here. Sure. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't like to—listen, it's like walking down the street and seeing a wallet, and you pick up the wallet— and there's no identification in it, but there's $2,000 in it. So you really can't return it because I know, Bob, you would because you're that kind of guy. But there's no way of returning it. So why would you turn it in? Take the two grand. It's a gift from God. Go on. And what would it's you do with Joe two Biden grand? Joe Biden, God. I'm not saying it's a gift from Joe Biden. I'm talking about the wallet. I'm talking about the wallet. So now you get you find a wallet. There's $2,000 in it. What would you do with the two grand? Give it to Black Lives Matter. Stop it. You would not. That's a lie. That's a fucking, that's I'm a lie. What would you do with the $2,000? Trying to wedge into our next topic. Um, I I understand. No, no don't wedge into the next topic. <laughs> I want an answer, Bob, and I want an answer now. I don't know, dude. But, uh, what toys? You know you're buying I would probably do toys. this smart thing. I would probably put it towards some, some debt that I have. You know what? You don't deserve to find a $2,000 well, I'm, I'm going to buy a PlayStation 5 and give all my money to Apple and buy a new iPhone. I mean, I don't I don't need any of that stuff. Okay. Now, there, there. That's but what I don't you need do with found I don't, money. I don't need those things. I understand. Listen, this isn't need money. This is want money. This $2,000, this wallet you found is want money. It's not what you need. I understand you're, listen, you're a, a very well-off white man. For Alabama's, you're practically hey if you make that much money in Alabama, you're practically a millionaire. I got 28 inch rims underneath my trailer. Yeah, exactly. So, in other words, again, you can't even play along. You can't even give me a want. You got two thousand dollars in your pocket. Look around and me, you, and John. Does it look like I want for anything? I have all the toys. I'm telling you, exactly. I look behind you. There's fucking guitars and albums and all kinds of shit. You love toys. You just got two thousand dollars. What are you buying? My wife, uh, like a really nice oh. necklace or something. You know what? You don't deserve. Don't 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 pick up anyone. You don't deserve the money. I'm taking it back. You don't deserve I don't the want money for anything. I want my wife to. I'm putting smile this out to the listeners. Listen, listeners. You find a wallet. There's two thousand dollars in it, and no ID, so you can't return it. Although most of our listeners probably wouldn't return it anyhow. But just saying, there's two thousand dollars in a wallet. You pick it up. What are you buying? What are you buying? That's what I want to know. Bob doesn't need anything, so he shouldn't get two thousand dollars, or fourteen hundred, or six and fourteen, or whatever. Call us on the voicemail and tell us tell us how would you how would yeah. you fuck up two grand? And I don't mean like paying off debt or topping off your gas tank, getting extra cheese on your Whopper. How would you fuck up two grand? What the fuck is our phone number? <laughs> I've got it on on my uh, iMac, but it's so fucking dark in here I can't even read it. It's eight eight five five something. I- it's 856-599-8558. correct? Call, yeah, call us on the voicemail and tell us what would you buy with the $2,000 you're getting from Uncle Joe. Moving kind of slow. I'd buy you, I'd buy you a $2,000 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, you're the best. I would probably... <laughs> I wonder if I would go through. I wonder if that would last a year. Oh my it God. Really? $2,000. I don't know. Have you like ever tried to just recreate whatever you eat, like breakfast, croissant, whatever it is that you eat? Have you tried to recreate that at home? Uh, yes, I have. But I also, I also did a, uh, cause you know, it's the end of the year, new year. You try to figure out, make plans. And I said to myself, you know what? Because I'm single and I don't like cooking and I eat out a lot. And nowadays, everything, there's no restaurants open or anything like that. You you know, everything is fast food, drive through and stuff like that. So what I did was I went back and I added up all the money that I spent eating at fast food joints, pizza delivered, DoorDash and all that, just for the month of December. And it was $600. That's, that's my mortgage, That's one fifty a week. That's <laughs> <laughs> my that's what I spend money. on a house. <laughs> right. So this year, what I've done, what I started doing is, like I said, I have groceries delivered. So the sandwich, the breakfast sandwich that I would get, I bought eggs and sausage and scrapple and bagels and English muffins so I could switch it up. And I just make them here at home and I make my own coffee. And so far, uh, two Dunkin' Donuts in my area have closed. They went out of business, Bob. Their sales went down so far. 
They actually went they, out. I business. think they got bought by Arby's. So Arby's may, I don't know if they've already taken full on, you know, control of them yet or not, but that may have something to do with the closures. That's it was a joke, Bob. That was a joke. But since I stopped going. Oh, to, yeah. I, who I, Dunkin' Donuts? I don't think you eat that much Dunkin' See, Donuts. Bob? It's like saying Guitar Center closed down because I quit buying guitars. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. All right. So, again, I would give my two grand to Black Lives Matter. (laughs) There's a segue. All right. So, Black Lives Matter. Yes, they do. Uh, They, (laughs) yes, they do. Uh, Their one-time stimulus check was not going to cut it, and they want more. So, in other words... Black business owners have a 40% decline and eviction rates is about, they're estimating about 40 million people, black families are struggling to keep roofs over their heads. So they want monthly stimulus checks. And I'm saying, isn't that welfare? Isn't that kind of welfare? If they're 13% of the population and we're, we'll just say rounded off at 300 million people, that's 13 times three. It's 39 million people. So, right. so 40 million. So every single black family in this country says 40 million people. Well, it's close. What did you say? 39, right? Well, that's all of them. I know a dude. I know, I know some, uh, very intelligent, very well off, very, very professional black, black people. people. And they're, they're, yeah, they ain't, they ain't hurting for nothing, dude. They are hustlers. One of them, his wife is a, she's a, some kind of an economy, uh, uh, economist or something for the school system and the and and he is a hustler man he owns his own painting company he has a food truck he 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 uh buys and sells cars he, he just find a car for 800 bucks and flip it for two grand like he's always like he ain't he's an entrepreneur he's, dude he'll he's make money anyway he also is really fucking good weed but anyway um i didn't want to say so that because that's stereotypical dealer. and i don't want to go there but i just did <laughs> your weed dealer is doing well I don't He's, smoke weed should, on everything I love. I didn't okay. say that. I just said your weed. Do you? Oh, you don't smoke it. Do you buy it? Uh, I don't, but I know people who do. So I make the Someone connection in your for house them. Buy it. Okay, there we go. Very cryptic. Bob's very cryptic well, during this I episode. Just, I don't smoke weed. I get it. I don't smoke I weed either. Probably wouldn't even if it was legal. I now I do the edibles, but that's it. I would do yeah. an edible. Take I would a do nice an little nappy. Nap. I don't like smoking. I don't like the smell of smoke. I hate the smell of marijuana smoke. It, to me, it stinks. I just don't like the how it like it really makes me cough so hard that my head hurts afterward. And that's not the point of smoking weed. It's supposed to help ease your head, and it makes mine hurt because I cough so hard. All the blood rushes to it, and I get a fucking migraine. All right. Well, I would suggest you don't do that. So they're wanting reparations. This isn't about stimulus. This is about survival. And six hundred ain't it. Well, again, you got to think about the black population that is that works in the food industry, that works, you know, in uh, other industries that have been shut down. I mean, yes, yes, you know, they need to be taken. I'm not saying taken care of, but they need to be compensated. We're not saying taken care. You can't, if you're not going to let them work, and I mean anybody, but especially black lives that matter, Bob. If you're not going to let them work, you got to compensate them so they can at least not get thrown out. I mean, it's, this isn't their fault. Now, the Chinese, fuck them. If Chinese are in here and they're out of work, this is your problem. It's your home country. Fuck the Chinese. That's the way. Well, the about. Chinese that are here are probably here to escape communism in their home country, but okay. Fuck the Chinese. I mean, I've seen some some cute Chinese girls. That, you know, if I wasn't a married man, I might. Hey, listen, they're probably Chinese spies. Yeah, they send over the nice looking Chinese women. What are they going to get out of me, John? (laughs) Not you. They're going to get the password to my podcast account. They got to do something. The whole fucking country's been done shut down for a year, and people are suffering. And they got to do something. They only want it for one race of people, for one color of skin. No, well, they do. Black Lives Matter, but I mean, I mean I, says, I, they are people. They're the people that are in the country. Yes, they need it too. But they don't need it. It every says we month. demand monthly checks. Hey, listen, they could demand whatever the fuck they want. Jesus Christ! If they wouldn't have turned all their fucking money that they got from Black Lives Matter over to the Democratic Party, they would have fucking a ton of money they could give out to everybody. Every black person in this country could have got a fucking check. 
Well, maybe that was just an, an investment for their future. Mm, is it? Yeah, because Democrat leaders, they, if they get elected, are more likely to help prop up Black Lives Matter, which means more money in the coffers. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, if if I was getting all that money from Black Lives Matter, of course I would do something. Although Biden's in office and the Black Lives Matter is like, hey, where's our taste? Where's our cut? We got you in there. We got you the Senate. Where's our money? He's not even in office yet and there's hands out. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict that before this four years is out, the gas prices will be $6 an hour. Food prices will be up 30% at least. And the inflation rate is going to go through the fucking roof in these well, Yeah, I mean, years. with minimum wage, if it goes up, yeah, that's a guarantee. A gallon of milk is going to be $9, where it, it right. was normally, you know, two ninety nine. Again, the, the, everybody that goes into Congress should have to take an economics course on what happens when you raise artificially raise the price of labor that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying well i think the topic of a a minimum wage should one exist and what should it be and whether or not it should go up is an entire that's like an entire episode now i get that listen when i was when i first started working the minimum wage was two dollars an hour i think that was back in 1972 or three somewhere around there it was two dollars an hour and again, gas prices back then was the gas was forty cents yeah. a gallon. So you're gonna it just again, you just take it. It's just a ratio. It's a ratio. Is basically well, what it's it interesting is. that you talk about that. Well, here's a quote. Well, not a quote, but it's kind of like a like a blanket s- statement about what what has been said over the last week. That any person who simply walked the halls of the U.S. Capitol building during last week's protest is being labeled a domestic terrorist by the American establishment. And that would be media, Congress, everybody, anybody who got a microphone or a camera in their face in the last week and, and been asked about that. They have labeled everybody uh, involved, a domestic terrorist and it's Trump's fault for inciting it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. You want to talk about that? Well, absolutely. I mean, here, here's my issue. The people that broke the windows that, uh, attacked police officers that went into the chamber absolutely 100% should be uh, arrested and tried. Now, are they a domestic terrorist? It, uh, let's just put it this way. If they're a domestic terrorist, then all the people that were for over 60 days down there attacking the Portland courthouse, the federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon, they are also domestic terrorists. The Antifa, they are domestic terrorists. So if you're going to say that everybody that went down to the rally, or okay, everybody that was in the Capitol on the day that they were certifying the election, they were in the building themselves, are they domestic terrorists? I think that's a, that's a very broad brush to paint with because there is video of the Capitol Police just standing there Allowing people in the door. At one door, they're just... And they're walking through the the Capitol, staying inside the velvet ropes. What are the odds that, that some of those people that were in that crowd that walked through the door, not the ones in the front. I mean, the ones in the front, they're all... I think they're all kind of maybe, you know, guilty of uh, larger offenses. But the ones that were in the you know, back kind of walking through, and they're not breaking stuff they're not taking you know artwork off the walls they're not kicking doors in they're just walking through i mean you can see all the videos it's the the majority of them were not unruly you know breaking stuff they were just looking around like yeah check it out and i don't think that they're necessarily i if i had to guess some of them were dumb enough to think yeah we're gonna go and tell congress let them hear our voice like tell them maybe we can get on the floor and actually talk to them so the people that were let in, and when I say let in, that the doors were open and the police were there and they're yeah, just walking by the police because they think they're allowed in, they should get criminal trespassing, yeah. okay? Now, how do you figure out that, that, okay? Well, if they are identified and they're in there, or like the guy that's walking out with the podium, what okay, the holding fuck, the podium what, Was he going to like take that, like a pawn shop? What was he going to do that? I, 
Dude, all, all this I week know on is Pawn I Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I saw pictures of it where it was on eBay for a certain amount of money, where it was on Facebook Marketplace. For, it was They were having a fucking ball with awesome. that thing. So the thing is, if you were in if you were in one of the offices, if you and, and I'm telling you, there was people that went in the offices, threw files out in the hallway. They just they were destructive. If you were destructive, then you should get the same 10 years that Donald Trump signed for the people that were down at the courthouse. And were arrested down there for attacking the courthouse. And I'm sorry. You know what? Do better, be better. In other words, you knew better. You went in there. You thought you were, the guy that was carrying the zip ties that are rest or wrist restraints that the police use. The guy that had them all on his belt. That son of a bitch. He should be. Uh, that's a domestic well, terrorist. Maybe he was. He had those for anybody who got out of line with their group. He was going to, hey, don't do that. I don't know. I'm not trying to take up for the guy. You know just, yeah, um, yeah, but bullshit. You're in there. You're in there for shenanigans. It's obvious that they right? had malicious intent. Right. That asshole that went in there with the the bullhorns <laughs> and the coonskin cap and his, uh, his uh, Carhartt tan pants with no shirt on, he's arrested. He's in jail. I think it's in Arizona. And he went on a hunger strike because they wouldn't feed him organic food. <laughs> and then the fucking judge says, guess what? You have to feed him organic food. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know what you get? You get a fucking bologna sandwich. And people are like, it's not bologna. It's bologna. Fuck you. It's bologna. It's a bologna sandwich with a piece of processed government cheese on white bread. No, no mayonnaise, mustard, nothing. And you get that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because you're in jail. That's what jail is. You don't get the best of everything. It's not the fucking Mar-a-Lago. It's not the Hilton. You're in jail. And they're giving him a organic shaman diet. Whatever the fuck that is. Good luck. Now they got a they got a he gets a catered meal. I'll tell you what, the other inmates should beat the shit out of him after every meal. Oh, you got a good meal? Now you're going to get an ass whooping. If you want to eat bologna and cheese on white bread like the rest of us, then we won't kick your ass. I'm si- Honest to God, I'm sick of the whole thing. The interesting thing about everybody jumping onto this bandwagon of labeling everybody that was there a domestic terrorist, you know, all the Congress and Senate, all these assholes, the media, everybody. Well, back in 1983, a pair of left-wing terrorists detonated a bomb in the U.S. Capitol building only for the two criminals to be pardoned on behalf of the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler and then-President Bill Clinton. Uh, this was back in the you 90s. Know, now i got to say, he was in Congress back in 83? Jerry Nadler. The little fu- that fucking little Humpty Dumpty motherfucker was in there in 83? He was House Judiciary Committee Chairman. The explosion, which occurred just outside of the Senate chamber, also blew the door off Democratic leader Robert Byrd's office. Byrd, interesting postscript to this, uh, Byrd was once an exalted cyclops in the KKK and was a close friend of Bill and Hillary Clinton. Dude, can't they get a better thing than a cyclops? Like, I mean, the Flintstones had the Grand Poobah. Like, the one-eyed monster, is that the, that's the best thing the leader is a one-eyed monster? Be honest with you. It's an exalted cyclops, whatever that is. A one-eyed monster is like a dick, right. isn't it? So why would right? why would Bill pardon a pair of domestic terrorists who nearly nearly killed his dear friend? I got to tell you. So in 1983, I was 22. I was 22ish. I was 12. Okay, so I'm 22. I was 22 years old. I don't remember this at all. I don't remember news coverage on this. It wasn't a big deal. No. If it was reported in the news, it was like one one day. So where was I mean, where was the outrage in 1983 over a bombing of the Capitol? And again, I'm not justifying what the as far as I'm concerned, the people that hurt cops, pushed through the barricades, broke the windows, pepper sprayed or bear sprayed the cops that were there. All of them should be fucking jailed, assaulting an officer, whatever. Whatever they, you can charge them with, it should be they should be charged. That was bullshit. Everything that they protested for that day was ruined by 
I don't know, a thousand, fifteen hundred people. I don't know how many people were in there. I don't give two shits about those people that went into the Capitol. I really don't. Now, if you marched down to the Capitol and were chanting or you went there and you didn't do anything, that's fine. They're protesters. And I'm going to even going to say the same thing with Black Lives Matter. People that showed up to walk and protest and for Black Lives Matter, that's yeah. fine. I, don't, that, I have sure, no problem with that whatsoever. When you break into a Target or a Walmart or start burning fucking businesses and burning and all that shit, that's a fucking riot. Any, anytime it turns into violence, yes. Now, there's a lot of protesters that went to this rally and then when it turned into a riot, they walked away. They are pro they don't they they're not domestic no, they're terrorists. Like, Fuck this. Right. The people that were burning cop cars, flipping cop cars over, assaulting the police, they're domestic terrorists as far as I'm concerned. So they should be treated as domestic terrorists on both sides. Well, the est the estimated damage back in uh, 83, the estimated damage cost was $1 million, uh, which is just over 2.6 million in 2021 money. The people convicted for committing the attack, Linda Evans and Susan Rosenberg, so it was two chicks, each only served 16 years of their sentences. Yet Chuck Schumer yells out for these thugs, meanie pants, duty head, domestic terrorists to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Well, you know what? I think that Trump should pardon these guys on the 18th just as a fuck you. I'm not saying that these guys don't deserve to be in jail, but at the same time, for all the shit, for all the hypocrisy on the fucking left, I would love, I would laugh my balls off if Trump pardoned everybody who was recently arrested for that shit, just as a fuck you. They killed a Capitol guard with a fire extinguisher. They bashed him in the head and killed him. I can't even think about pardoning somebody that would do such a heinous act. I mean, okay. If you committed murder, no. They're just in there trying to do. If their you just job. broke a fucking window and carried around a podium and banged a gavel, you should go to jail. Not. Okay, maybe the the podium guy. I pardon. I go listen, asshole. Where's the podium? Bring it back. Give you a pardon. I don't even know about that. No, I I can't pardon the podium guy. I can't. He's got to do some time. Again, I go back to when I was a kid, and this is the problem. That's here we go. I'm bo- I'm going to boom her out. This is the problem with kids today. The problem with kids today, no discipline. The, the problem with kids today, they walked around as they were untouchable. I was talking the other day about the things that happened when I was a kid. When I disobeyed my mom or my, or my father, I got an ass whooping. And I'm not just talking about a smack. I'm talking about in my house from the time I can remember, I was beaten with everything in my house that had a handle, hairbrushes. I told a story where when I was uh, 16, my mom told me that I had to paint my room. She was 5'2", weighed about 125 pounds. I was about 5'9", went about 220. She said, stood in front of me, says, you got to go paint your room. I grabbed her by two arms. I picked her up and I moved her out of the way and I started to walk out. My sister left her twirling baton by the door. My mom picked that thing up like a samurai warrior and wore my ass out with it. I go to school the next day. I look like a barber pole, all red striped up. And this teacher says to me, what happened? I said, ah, my mom beat me with my sister's twirling baton. First question out of their mouth, what did you do? Victim shaming, as they would call it today. <laughs> I said, my mom told me to paint my room. I didn't. So she beat me with this baton and left physical stripes on my body, up my arms and down my, I mean, across my back. All my, I mean, I'm telling you, I was I looked like a tiger. I mean, that's how many fucking red welts my mom put on me because I refused to do what she told me to do. Now, did the teacher call? The guidance counselor was uh, child services called? Was the police called? Nope. You know what the teacher said? I bet you'll paint the room the next time, won't you? Yeah. And here's the thing. I was disobeying my mother. And if she didn't do something, she could not have let me get out of that house. There's just no way. To be honest with you, my mom did me a favor because if I would have left that house and my mom told my father that I picked her up and moved her out of the way, the beating that I would have got from my father would have far outweighed the beating that I got from my mother. And I'm 16 years old. The hardest I've, listen, I've been in fights in my whole entire life. I've been in fist fights and the hardest I've ever been punched in my entire life was by my father. It's not even, there's not even close to a second place. And I feared him. When I was uh, 18, 
guys were getting their ear pierced. It was that's when the guys first started getting their ear pierced. And I said to my dad, "What if I get my ear pierced? What do you think?" He says, "I think if you come home with your ear pierced, I'll pierce your other side with a hammer and a nail." And I believed him. So never got my ear pierced. So fuck. I mean, again, these kids today, there's no discipline. There's if you went outside and you did something stupid and your neighbor, if you, if you went to your neighbor's house and was vandalizing your neighbor's house or doing stupid kid shit that you do and your neighbor caught you, they'd whip your ass. And then they'd call your mom on the phone to tell them that they whipped your ass. And when you came home, you got another beating because you embarrassed the family and they had to call the house. So you got another beating. You learned as a kid not to step out of line. That's, there's none of that now. And now those kids have grown up, they're adults, and they still think they're entitled for the, to this shit, and they're not. So I'm going to ask the obvious question that I think some of the people who are you know listening, I kind of have a gauge on some of the age group that listens to our show. Pardon if this sounds rude. Did you beat your kids? Like, were you physical with them? Me? Yeah. Okay, so here's the story. I, I mean, like, full-on punch, beating them with a baton, no. that kind of shit. No. Uh, no. What? Here's the deal. My sister grew up with me, and she never got hit. Why? She never got hit because she did what she was told. When my mom would tell her to do something, she would do it. My dad would tell her to do something, she would do it. She wasn't. She didn't des- deserve a beating. I did. So now let's get back to my kids. Three of my kids did as they were told. Two of my kids did not. Did they get a, a beating? Did they catch a backhand? Yes, they did. And then what happens, and I kind of believe this, that as you grow up, you know, as you're a kid, you only have to beat them once. They only have to know that you're capable. My dad would go for his belt and I would pee my pants and I would stop immediately. I've seen a lot of people, even, you know, you know, my age with their kids and all they do is threaten. It's like, it's like, Oh, Hey, if you do that one more time, I'm going to get the belt. And it's like, but you never fucking do. And they know that. Right. And the kid, you do that one, you touch that one more time. And the kid reaches over and looks him right in the eye and touches it. I mean, I'm not advocating for corporal punishment upon kids. You know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. If you're allowed to, you want to beat your fucking kids as long as it's not abuse of overly abusive and you're fucking using closed fists and shit. That's different. That's, that's, that's your business. Yeah, I'm not saying you come home and you've had a bad day at work and all of a sudden your kid you take knocks it out over on. his milk yeah. and you go, motherfucker, what the fuck is that? You know, that's not what you do, okay? <laughs> that's not how it works. No, that's what the wife's for. <laughs> <laughs> Teach the kid. You didn't put a fucking lid on the cover. No, no, you don't do that, okay? So what I'm saying is every ass whooping I took from my parents, I deserved because if I would have done what I was told when I was told, there wouldn't have been an ass whooping. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's also a sign of disrespect to to not do what you're told in your parents' home. Or at least back then, it was a big sign of you know disrespect. Hey, you know, do what you're told. Yeah. Your dad busts his ass fucking 60 hours a week down at the fucking shop and to fucking put clothes on your fucking back and you 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 want to tell him no when he tells you to go clean your room you ungrateful little yeah, bastard it's more like this <laughs> yeah you got it you got an ass whooping <laughs> i mean i'll be honest with you i only remember one time that my mother was like physical with me and i don't think she was upset with me i think there was a lot going on she just went through a divorce her mother was dying like at that like almost that day there was a lot going on there's a lot of bad things going on um i had two older brothers that were drunken drug addicts and i was in my room playing with a ball one of those 99 cent balls that you get at you know uh walmart they're just real lightweight but they're almost as big as like a basketball and i was tossing around in my room and we had one of those lights in the bedroom that was just a plain uh light bulb with a glass dish screwed to the bottom of it and i threw the ball up and it broke the yeah, it's like a gl- yeah i know so you, it broke the right. glass dish and all the glass fell and I, it could have fucked me up like that's some pretty thick ass glass it's is like a heavy plate and my mom come in i was like what'd you do i was like i had moved back and i was like i'm okay i don't have any cuts on me but i i accidentally broke that and she fucking grabbed some of that hot wheels racetrack that fucking orange shit 
and whacked me on the ass a couple times. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And of course, you know, I was kicking the wall. But Okay, I see, now that's a little bit of abuse because she didn't tell you not to throw the ball. Did she tell you not to throw the ball in the house? I'm sure at one point she had, but, you know. Okay. You know I, was, I was bouncing it off the walls. It was a really lightweight. So my father told me he was working on the house and he had a ladder up against the side of the house. And I was trying to climb up the ladder. I couldn't have been no more than seven years old. Yeah. So I'm seven years old. I'm climbing. I remember this like it was yesterday. I'm climbing up the ladder. I'm climbing. He says, get off the ladder. Get John, get off the ladder. Cause he can, you know, he's upstairs doing whatever he's doing. So now I decide that I'm going to climb up the ladder backwards. So now I'm underneath the ladder and I'm climbing up and I get about, I don't know, three or four feet up the ladder and my feet slip off the ladder and I swing and I swing right through the win- uh, like a window. I break the window. The glass shatters and everything. And I'm hanging there because I can't, I can't touch anything. Can't. And my mom comes down and she's screaming, oh, my God. So she grabs me, picks me up, and I let go of the ladder and she lets me down. My dad came down off of that ladder. He grabbed me by one arm, lifted me up off, turned me around to see if I was cut, and then beat my ass because I would. <laughs> he says, right. how many times do I have to tell you to keep off that ladder? If he'd have told me to keep off the ladder and I stayed off the ladder, I wouldn't have got an ass whooping. But, uh, you know, the thing is, he spun me around to see if I was cut. And when I wasn't cut, he beat my ass. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I think my mom was more concerned that whether or not, you know, that I could have fucking killed myself with this heavy, thick ass glass falling at eight feet into my head, which thank God it didn't. But, but she, you know, you combine that with everything else going around going on at that time she uh had a little a little uh anger kind of kind of built up in my ass took the brunt of it with some uh hot wheels racetrack <laughs> i think I, I i honestly do think i do remember getting beat with a hot wheels track <laughs> every boy that grew up when we grew up um took a beating at least once with some of that orange hot wheels racetrack dude do you remember the board of education do you remember that like they used to sell this thing Oh, you mean like a it was a, like paddle. a paddle? It was a yeah. paddle, and it was that. And they also used to my aunt, my aunt's weapon of choice, used to be the paddle that had this the uh, like the rubber band with a rubber ball that you would smack. You know, it never yeah. she, she would buy them and cut the fucking ball off of them, and yeah, she would have like ball. six or seven of them that she would paddle my cousins with. <laughs> there was one in every room. That was the most commonly made thing in a wood shop was a paddle. Every kid wanted to make and a paddle. And nowadays it doesn't happen. It's it's child abuse. Well, I kind of think that if you don't teach a child right from wrong, that's child abuse. There's the argument that is, you know, is like a physical abuse is, or corporal punishment. Is that a method? Is that an, an acceptable method? Is it right? Is it meant? Is it morally right? Is it doing more like psychological damage than it is, you know, physical good? So there's, and I, I'm not a shrink, so I can't answer that. I know this when my daughter acted up a lot, like which she, she was almost to the point where fucking, you know, yelling at her didn't do any good. Grabbing that arm and spinning her around for a fucking, you know, open hand on the backside, it made her realize, you know, and, and all she had to do was after that was to hear my feet coming that fucking direction. And she'd no, 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 no. And, you know, and I'd grab that arm and she would fucking ragdoll out and just limp me to where I couldn't get to her. But I'd be like, you know, don't make me do this, man. Well, you know, I seen all this childhood memories are flooding back in. So my mom used to have like nails, like her nails were done. You know, they were pointy. And if I was in the store, let's say we were out shopping somewhere and she couldn't just beat me in front of people. She had these nails and she used to grab me in the fatty part of the upper arm in the back part of your arm here. Yeah, I'd pinch it. Yeah. And she would grab you and if you if you could if you started going ow, 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 you know, screaming like a kid, she would keep clamping until <laughs> she would break the skin and you'd be you would be paralyzed in pain. You'd be like and you would shut up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all these tactics in the 60s and the 70s that they my used for- used to give me titty twisters where they they would fucking squeeze my goddamn nipples and go whistle whistle say uncle <laughs> say uncle whistle just to be how mean you, to me yeah can and you, you whistle can't when, when you're fucking getting your goddamn nipples squeezed so hard it hurts you cannot fucking whistle you're like <laughs> <laughs> fuck 
Yeah. Give me another thing. Give me something else. What else can I get? Ah, like my daddy's. Yeah, I don't think I could whistle when someone's trying to squeeze. I don't oh, know. Like as hard as they can. That shit hurts. And I was I was a kid, man. I was eight, nine, ten years old getting that. Oh, Bob, I tell you what, I love it when we go down and do a tangent because. Oh, memory lane. Yeah. It's actually like therapy. And again, let's go back to the the phone. If you want to call in and give us your best uh, child abuse story. If your mother, did your mother ever hit you or father ever hit you? Or did you? you ever beat your kids? Right. Well, yeah. If you've ever smacked around your kids. I'm sure again, we'll get some bullshit. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, one time yeah. I shot my kid in the face with a fucking nine millimeter. Had it coming. Well, <laughs> That's why I had an abortion. Because <laughs> I knew. Because it, it kicked in my fucking belly and I didn't want it to. <laughs> well, nowadays they have those air pellet guns. Those guns that you cock and they shoot a ball out. And they fucking yeah. hurt too. So balls. I could imagine that you could do that with a kid when a kid's doing something. You know, you tell them not to do anything. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. The third time you just pull that thing out and they have like them. like a yeah like a Nerf gun something like that yeah but the ner- it's not a Nerf gun because the Nerf gu- the Nerf balls are this is more like a solid ping pong ball it's about the size of a ping pong ball but it's it's got more weight to it I mean it fuck when it hits you it'll raise a welt like those little airsoft guns that they have out they got those little tiny pellets they're size of a BB yeah and when they're solid and they're hard and they're heavy and when they shoot them out of that gun and it hits you it hurts so again. Childhood trauma with the phone number, 856-599-8558. We haven't given it in a while. I forgot it. All right. Why don't we wrap it on up? All righty then. Well, we gave out all our crap earlier, so you know where to find us. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. It's always, <sighs> listen, it, you don't have to go fuck yourself. You can always go to the show notes because I put the phone number, the email address, all our socials is in our show notes. You can just go right there and check it out. Love it if you follow us there. You can. We also have a Discord. You always want to come in there and hang around the Discord and talk to us. I think we should try to chat in there a little bit more. We gotta, You know what it is, Bob? We spend so much time in other people's Discords. We're never home, so we should try to get in our own discord that's because it's got cobwebs and it smells like fucking beer farts and smells shit like old chicken and failure <laughs> all right <Boomer. laughs> it smells like old chicken bones and failure that's a new country song all right everybody thank you so much for listening we'll be back here next week see you later